Hello and welcome to the Stafford Boxing Report. You all already know who I am. I'm Sheila. I'm Stafford. Stafford Boxing, the making of this champions. Is Stafford Boxing Report. You all already know who I am. I'm Sheila. Excuse I'm me, you all. Oh. Hey. Welcome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live and for those that are going to be tuning in later. So what do we have going on today, babe? Babe, we got a great show today. We're looking forward to sharing with everyone. Glad that everyone was able to tune in live. If you're not tuning in live, uh, we thank you for watching it later on, either on uh, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Rumble, Rumble, Twitter, Twitter, or audio, or audio. Podbean, Podbean, Apple, Apple, Google, Google, and so oh Spotify. Oh Spotify, yes, yes. Spotify. Um, man, uh, it's just great to be here today. And uh, Sheila, we wanted to kind of piggyback off on last week on the word discipline, and it's very important that we talk about discipline because discipline is important not only to a boxer. But it's also important in terms of achieving one's goals. So when I think about discipline, ladies and gentlemen, I think about Sheila. Oh. I do. And I'm going to tell you why I think about her. When Sheila recently just graduated from Georgia State University, the, the best university in the whole wide world, hands down. And... I remember years ago when I used to, uh, God bless uh, Dr. Susan McClendon. She is the uh, daughter of uh, Dr. Krim over at Krim High School on the east side of Atlanta. You introduced me to her, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful young lady, yeah. great spirit. So uh, Dr. McClendon was in the, uh, the building of education downtown of Atlanta, and uh, she was very... Um, full of life. She inspired so many people, including myself. But one of the things about Dr. McClendon, God bless her soul, is that she supported those who were doing significant work in the community. And I just so happened to be one of those individuals that she supported. So I can remember one day I was, uh, I had to stop down at Georgia State University as an entrepreneur it's very important that you utilize your resources. And for me, I had the privilege and the honor to uh, create my foundation for CP Plasma Center Incorporated uh, at Georgia State University. And uh, as an entrepreneur, you, you know, like faxing, paper, internet, scanning, all those things cost. So when you first starting off and you operating on a beans and rice budget, you want to maximize all your resources. So uh, Dr. McClendon will always open up the center that she was the leadership over at Georgia State. So one day I, I stopped down there because I told Sheila, hey, Sheila, let me go uh, fax something off. And so I parked, parked the car and I went and took care of the business. And when I came back, you know, Sheila was was crying. And I couldn't understand why she was crying. I said, baby, what's wrong? What's wrong? 
and she explained to me, she said, I see all these young girls and, and young boys, young men and young women going to school. And at the time, Sheila didn't have an opportunity to go to college. And so I said, baby, you know what? One day you're going to have an opportunity to go to college. And I really wanted her to go to Georgia State because Georgia State kind of groomed me, shaped me. And I knew that the infrastructure at Georgia State is something that would definitely benefit Sheila. And so for all the kids that come through uh, the Stafford Boxing Club, uh, we have a, a bar set. Sheila has set the bar for education. So later on in her later years, I'm not going to say age, but she's a lot older. Uh, Sheila had that opportunity to go to Georgia State. You could say my age because there's other women that might be hesitant to go to school because of their age. Well, baby, I wanted to get clarification. You can go, ahead. You can go ahead and say it. So my wife is uh, 48 I'm now. I'm 48 now. So at the time you were, what, 44 or 43? I think 43. 43 years old. And so she just recently graduated from Georgia State this May with a bachelor's in uh, sports administration with a minor in entrepreneurship. So the staff of boxing was something that she wanted to go to school for. So she prepared herself academically. So let me just fast forward. So anyway, uh, when Sheila first started off at Georgia State, it, it was very tough for us. It really was. It was a situation um, that life threw a, a curve and in life would throw you plenty of lemons, but it's up to you to make lemonade. So life is bittersweet. You have your ups and your downs or whatever. So you make the best out of the situation so that it can become bittersweet. So anyway, when Sheila was going to school, we, we, was, we was in a tough situation. Let me just say that. But fast forward, when Sheila first started off at Georgia State, we didn't have laptops. We didn't have access to internet, computers, and all that other type stuff. So Sheila was getting up like four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning, walking to the bus stop. I'm talking about rain, snow, cold, heat, heat uh, whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To get that education, and she was disciplined. And I can remember like Monday through Friday, you was at the you was at school from sun up to sundown. Yeah. And I used to come meet her at the bus stop. And you know, that discipline is what has us in this position right now with the Stafford Boxing Club. It really do. And with the Stafford Boxing Report and everything else that will uh transcend from this. Stafford Boxing Initiative. And when I think about discipline, I really think about my wife because I can just, you know, visualize in my head when she was like in this computer lab, she, you know, she haven't been in school in well over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And so the curriculum from college, it changes and it's more advanced. You know, you have, you have introduction to technology and stuff like that. And the curriculum is just—it's a lot harder, and it's—and the curriculum is for the the future, the present, and the future. And so, 
I remember Sheila was having a hard time with uh, algebra. Was it? It what? was algebra, and then later it was accounting. Yeah, it was an accounting. Oh my gosh, who put letters with numbers? Yeah, and so shame on you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can remember one day, you know, me and Sheila was at the library, and she just broke down crying. I was like, "Well, what's wrong?" She was like, "I'm just having a difficult time with this." This, you know, this, this algebra, et cetera. And I was like, baby, we're going to get this. We're going to get through this together. And the discipline that we both demonstrated, one was I encouraged her, but yet it was her discipline that got her through. Meaning like we didn't have a phone because at the time we felt like a phone was a distraction. Now I had a phone, but it was a, it was a, it was an internet, a Wi-Fi phone. So during that time, we were just focused. I was in the law library, you know, just going over some things because I was dealing with some things with my company. And I had to really discipline myself to go to the law library because, you know, I just had to go get it. I just had to get it out the concrete. But going back to Sheila, uh, Sheila was very disciplined. And I can remember one time we had an opportunity to go meet with her accountant teacher. I can't remember her name. I know. I don't even know if she's even still here. So anyway. But shout out to all of my professors. So so anyway, we had a conference with her uh, accountant teacher. This and, is interesting. And, and uh, so I told her in front of her accountant teacher, I said, listen, Sheila, listen. I just don't believe if you come to class every day and you study every day, and you participate in class, this is the discipline that this teacher would fail you. Now, the teacher had agreed with what I was saying, and we took it a little further. So we went and got the teacher schedule in terms of what classes she was teaching. And I would say, Sheila, won't you show up for this class, even though this is not your scheduled class, but show up to her class to show her how determined you are to learn and to pass this class. And it was a lot of people that dropped out of that class. And didn't pass. And didn't pass. But Sheila discipline propelled her to a passing grade. And so that discipline has, you know, carried with her even after college. You know, even with the Stafford Boxing Club, even with the Stafford Boxing Report, uh, just our lifestyle, what we eat. You know, I look good because, and Sheila look fantastic, is because of the discipline that we, you know, yeah, go and show your muscles, yeah. <laughs> we get it in, no cappuccino. But Sheila, you know, is the image of discipline and when these kids come to our program, it is no way that we will tolerate anything less than what Sheila has demonstrated. If Sheila can get up at four o'clock in the morning, walk two miles to the bus stop, do this every single day, every single day, every single day, Monday through Friday. And then on Saturdays, we're going down to the... Uh, the rest of the cafeteria. Yeah, the dining hall. Oh boy, the best place ever. And we would stay, and, and and I would help my wife with her homework, and at the same time, we eating at the dining hall, so 
you know, I was in this journey. I was in this. I was in the mud and the concrete getting this thing for Sheila because for me, I felt like my true success will be through her. And you graduating from Georgia State was, I don't know, man, it was so much emotion going on. But at the time, I felt like it was just, hmm, it was special because everything you and I went through and for you to be able to walk across that stage and, and shape the first African-American president in school history, that meant something to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, you know, not just, you know, just kind of like getting off the subject, but, you know, it, it was just very humbling to, to be a part of Sheila's journey um, going through, you know, Georgia State and, and just being, what, the first in your family to graduate. Yeah. So in terms of a role model for these young girls, this is it. This is it. For all the women who are older and who who need some inspiration or who is considering going back to school, do it. This your inspiration right here. Do it. And and I realized that you need support. You know what I mean? And so I'm very humbled to be able to walk with her, but at the end of the day, she demonstrated the discipline. So for that reason, baby. It's all you, man. No cap, man. So I appreciate that. I'm very humbled and I'm very honored. I have the greatest husband in the world, top down, for real. He's been my motivator, my family. It's God and my husband because he's never turned on me. He's never put me down. He's never discouraged me and none of that. But to Anybody, male or female, whatever it is that you want to do, your dream, your vision, go for it. Do not stop. Yes, you're going to have naysayers. Yes, you're going to have family and friends, associates, even people that you may just come across and you just want to talk to, but you really need to be careful of whom you speak to because, as my husband has said, what goes into your ear goes straight to your heart. And a lot of people are not going to understand your vision. They're not going to agree with your vision because of the way that your journey is going to take you, which is may not be the journey that everybody else may be familiar with. It, it's unfamiliar to others. So be careful of who you talk to. And no matter what people say, make sure you write your vision down, speak it out into the atmosphere you sometimes you may have to be your own your own cheerleader when everybody else around you is being negative and they can't show you that type of support and discipline is extremely important no matter what it is that you do whether you're an entrepreneur you're working for a company a boxer a boxer you definitely need that even with even with their team you're, you're going to have to have some type of discipline that's being consistent, as my husband said, to achieve your goals. It's part. It's a part of somebody's character, hmm. pretty much of what it is. So and you know what? Thank as, you. As, as Cus would say, discipline is a characteristic of a champion. 
Shout out to Cuss. That's what we go by. Yeah, for real. Customado. If you don't know about him, look him up. He was a he was he was the uh, the spirit behind Mike Tyson becoming the boxing sensation that he is and was. And I, the reason why I say he still is is because he has that wisdom. Mm -hmm. And even in his conversation today, the books that we've been reading, you can see the things that Cuss instilled in him. You know what I mean? And so, like, when uh, Mike Tyson would say, you know, when you throw a punch, it's with bad intentions. Mm -hmm. And that's something that Cuss would definitely say all the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, we... Um, and you know how you Mike know, got down. Yeah. My gosh. So, baby, um, <laughs> you and I was talking about the best pound-for-pound uh, -pound mm. fighters, male and female. Yes. And... The females. Whoo! I got but, something for you, but I know. But, I got to be patient. But I want to start off with someone who exemplified class who spoke well spoke well very proper he was just a gentleman he had flair he dressed very well and he took boxing as a business and the person that we believe is the best pound for pound male ever in the history of boxing which is a hundred and what forty years mm -hmm. Uh, it's Sugar Ray Robinson, straight up. I can, I can. Sugar Ray Robinson is the best pound for pound fighter ever, and there's been a lot of greats. No disrespect to nobody, even Muhammad Ali admired yeah. and took from Sugar Ray Robinson. He wanted him to be his manager. For real, this man here was so classy, and I encourage all young fighters to. To, to look him up, to study how he talked in front of the camera, how he groomed himself, how he, you know, dressed, how he just went about the sport of boxing, how he was disciplined in that gym, man. Like, he was passionate. Like, you saw the commitment. I, I Yes, he approached it as a business, but at the same time, he did it with a level of professionalism. And, and... Man, that man was so serious, ladies and gentlemen. And for those who do not know who Sugar Ray Robinson, I definitely encourage you to look him up. All the young fighters that's coming through the Stafford Boxing, number one, you would know about Custom Model. You, you would know about the number system. But you were also a, a carbon copy Sugar Ray Robinson's skills and oh, yeah. his mannerism inside the ring and outside the ring. Baby, what was it about Sugar Ray Robinson that you admired and respected? Well, he was from the slums. He was there. And like I said before, when he was making money, he used to dance. He used to dance? Yeah, like on the sidewalk when you try to make money. That's why he had some really good fancy footwork. I had actually watched him when he was jump roping. He killed it. The reason why I like him is because during that time, you know, there was a lot going on with color barriers, even with the mafia. 
gaining control because it was such an easy sport because it was like two boxers so it was easier to control since they were going to be in the ring so he had great speed he had power he had conditioning he could take a punch offensively defensively he was always showing it one of the fights that he almost, I think it was like for the lightweight, Joey Maxims, he almost took that, took that title, but it was real hot, so he wasn't, he had to quit. Apparently it was scorching hot. But the one that everybody knows about, y'all say something in the comments over here, that's why I keep on looking over here, is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre which was with the Raging Bull. Mm. Now, I watched that fight, and when I tell you I understand why it was called that, I totally get it because <sighs> I think it was the eighth round that Lamato had Robinson. But then I think between the 11th, the 12th, and the 13th, you couldn't stop Robinson. And it was it was it was bloody. It was nothing. I've never it was seen ferocious. I, I ain't seen anything like that. Now when I watched Jack Dempsey, hmm. he was nothing to play with either. I like I like Jack Dempsey. I got respect for Jack Dempsey. Yeah, I see why Mike Tyson liked Jack Dempsey. Man, I, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jack Dempsey. I'm a big fan of uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, I am a big fan of, uh, let's see, man, Roberto Duran was, he was, he was the truth. Yeah, he I liked him truth. too. He was the truth. I ain't even gonna lie. Jack Johnson, uh, he was, he was great. I just think that he got distracted. He did. Too many women. Yeah, I just think that he, he wasn't. He, he just got distracted and, and his focus went somewhere else. He was trying to prove a point, pretty yeah. much, of what it was. That's why, that's one of the main reasons why he was dating white women. Because he didn't want anybody to tell him what he could and what he could not do. Mm. Because of what had happened in the past and then with the stories that he had heard from his family. Mm -hmm. And he just wasn't even hearing it. Mm -hmm. But just because you're trying to prove a point, like you, I can see you proving a point, but it has to be a point that's worth proving. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I get it during that time. I know where he was coming from. So if you're trying to prove something, and I'm not just saying that, like how you acted with the story that you had told me with the gas. See, you know what? I have to tell you all something. At one point in time, I didn't realize why my husband would talk or act or react a certain way towards people if they're being rude. Because me, before I ended up changing, well, God, and then my husband, and then I wanted to, I'll be like, wait a minute, who, who are you talking to? And I would actually say something to them. But the way how you act, you can get good, great results from it, like you did today. Oh. And even when we went out to the restaurant and the lady said, um, you were saying, excuse me, ma'am, 
and you were asking her, oh, can you take our order? And she said, well, if you can be patient. And I looked up. I had to look away. I was like, did she just say that? Where's the customer service at? But then how he acted, he said, no problem, ma'am. And I'm getting it because sometimes you have to turn the other cheek. And then with you turning the other cheek and how you respond to situations, you can get what you ask for and even get more. And then they have like this total type of respect, you know, for you. Where back in my day, and I'm not trying to say I'm all old, but to get the respect, you had to fight. Straight up. You had to square up and be like, meet me over here and everybody will be following you. And then regardless if you won or lose, of course, the winner is going to be talked about. But then the one who lost was like, wow, you sure did have the courage to fight that person right there. So it's 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 different. So it's a it was a teaching lesson when I watched my husband. That's why I said in the last podcast that. I am an intern and I'm a student. I'll always be a student. We'll no, always no, no, be a student. No, no, no. Baby, just no, no. hush. Where is scrapbook boxing at? So he can remind you what he said last time. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean. Respectfully, if I may say. I've been exposed to a lot in my life. I think one of the most significant experience in my life was going to McCook, Nebraska. It was a small town of 8,000 white people. The only black people was on the basketball team. In that situation, I learned how white people speak and conduct themselves under extreme pressure. And when I came to McCook, I was coming from Collie Park in the south side of Houston. So I had that type of mindset. Collie Park. Very aggressive, um, just, and I knew that once I went there and I saw how they interact with one another, it helped me to be able to look at life differently. And when I got saved and got into God's word, my mentality even changed even more. And so I think that as a leader in, a, in our community, you know, it's a lot of responsibility that, that comes with this. Not only do we have young kids looking up to us, but we have business partners and, and sponsors that's, you know, looking to see if they're going to invest and sponsor us in different endeavors. So it's very important for me to take all that information that I've learned over the years from being in different exposures and reading books and allow it to uh, manifest in my life. And I think that when a man uh, marries a woman, he covers her. And how whatever this man characteristic is, his wife began to emulate that. And I'm just appreciative that my wife believes in me and respects me and trusts me that I will lead us in the right direction. But I couldn't be the man that I am today without Sheila because one thing I can say about Sheila is that she's never uh, tried to change me and 
she's never broken my spirit. A woman may not be physically able to, to hurt a man to a certain extent, but her words can break his spirit. And once you break a man's spirit, he's no longer useful. And so by Sheila not breaking my spirit and allowing me to grow and mature, this is the man that I've become. And I'm able to pour into her what has been poured into me. So when she see me act in a certain way, it is because we are leaders and we must act differently. If we are believers, we must act differently. We must act in a way where we're when we speak and we respond to certain situations where that individual may say, I just want to ask you a question. How did you get to this point? And then that's an opportunity for us to just kind of, you know, share certain information. But, you know, like going back to Sugar Ray Robinson, when I, you know, watched his fights, when I, you know, watch how he talked, I mean, I was amazed by how this man dressed. Like he was just so classy. And I know that in life, Things change, people change, the, the, the fashion change, etc. But one thing that I don't think will never change, Sheila, is class. No, that will never change. And being a gentleman. I mean, this man was a true gentleman. He was a true professional. Um, I just admire everything about him. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm studying certain things about Sugar Ray Robinson so that I can emulate that in my life today so that... You know, it can elevate me. And that's the thing about Sheila and I. We will read about people and we will observe people, no matter what color, no matter if you're young or old. If it's positive, if we think it's of God, then we're going to try to, you know, take that and, and put that into our, you know, uh, portfolio and, and try to build up on that so that we can evolve. And because the last thing we want to do, Sheila, is become dinosaurs. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to become dinosaurs because you become, you know, ineffective. Mm -hmm. And so we want to continue to be positive people, you know. And so boxing is giving us that platform to uh, bring light into a sport that has had so many controversial situations, be it promotion, the fighters, management, etc. But with the Stafford Boxing Club, we just want to use boxing and to add on financial literacy for kids and education. Those two things are very important to us, financial literacy and education. And so this is just a platform for us to have a bigger agenda. Facts. Big facts. I agree with you 100%. By the way, that was the percentage sign. You tough. You tough. So what else is going on? Uh, what do you think about the fight that happened with um, what's my man's name? Um, Joshua. Yeah. I'm just I don't know, man. I'm, I just think that in boxing you only have so many opportunities, and I, I respect his passion, but I think my man. Um, you said. Yeah, he was fighting for his country, so I think he had other, you know, motivation to, to win this fight. That's what you were talking about the last time with the, the boxers. Yeah, but, but Joshua from, uh, he's from London, right? I think so. I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel, I'm not saying that he did not train. I'm not saying he didn't train, but. 
it comes a point in time where it's just, it's all in the mind, it's mental. And I think it was more so mental with him. And that's what I'm really getting. It's like, it's almost like he didn't think that he was actually gonna win. You know, mm -hmm. Rick Glazer had spoke about it too, so he had already called it out. He did. He did. He Shout called out it to out. Rick Glazer. Yes, he was one of our he was one of our guests. Yeah, he's a he's a um, he's an dog. upstanding man. Great we man. like him. We like him. Honest. Hello, Mr. Rick Glazer. I hope you and your wife are doing well. Um, yeah, but he was right. And you know, one thing about Cuss. He was he would say goal oriented and winning mindset. You got to expect to win, man. You can't go in there not expecting to lose. Losing, it happens, but that should not be the first thing in your nah, mind. Nah, man, you expect to win. Yeah. And that can't even pop up in your oh, mind, Lucy, because that's what Clarissa it was a video with Clarissa and Savannah. And the, the guy asked Savannah and Clarissa, did you think about losing? And and Savannah said yes, and Clarissa said, see, you messed up right there. I, I ain't gonna lie, Clarissa, she she has a very strong mind. She's determined. Oh, she does, boy. She, 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 she has she an edge to her. Uh, she now, she's not fighting hope. for something. I ain't even gonna lie. She's, she's fighting. She's fighting. Yeah. she's fighting for something. I believe she's... She's fighting for herself. She's she fighting for respect. Facts. I can see that. She, she, uh, she's I can fighting see for that. respect. You yeah. hit it right on the line. Yeah, she's fighting. But my man, um, what's my man's name from Ukraine that fought uh, Joshua? You said? Yeah. He was fighting for them folks in Ukraine, man. He was fighting for his country. So that is another part of his determination. Like, I'm not going to let my country down. And it was in Saudi Arabia, man. So, like, when these fighters, they travel outside the United States, and it seems like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if they have the, well, we're going to see about Clarissa Shields, though. But sometimes, well, I ain't going to lie, Devin Haney, he went to, yeah. uh, and he represented. But I would just say, going outside of the, the country. Yeah. It's important for you to be on your A game. Ooh, is it? Because those judges may not be in your favor. So you have to prepare for that fight as if you are going to not allow it to be in the, the, the decision in the judge's hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I can't wait to talk about the judges because everybody already knows the title of our podcast. I got something to say to them. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Baby, you look very good in your Stafford boxing attire premium. Always. You know what I'm saying? Your drip. The drip, as you can see, is stayed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Miss me with all that <coughs> cap. Yeah. For real. Man, you know what? I'm I'm just so excited about life. I really am. Um, I think that a lot of times we allow technology and our daily lives to not appreciate the most important thing in life. It could be a life. distraction. It could be a distraction, but I ain't gonna lie. That Google fire though. Oh I yeah, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. You. And YouTube fire. too. YouTube, yeah. See, we don't even watch TV. I couldn't tell you what's 
I don't even know what's what what program. I haven't watched TV in. We haven't watched TV in years. I think we since we've been married. No, we we, we watched we did? TV. Yeah, yeah, we did a couple of times. Yeah. But it's really been years. It's been a, I, but you know what I, you know what show I miss though. I ain't gonna cap. What? Um, diner, diner and dives. Oh, oh, drive-throughs, diners and drive-throughs, drive-throughs, diners and dives. Man, I, I be like, what? What's my man name? I have no idea, but. Yeah, I, I can I, I agree like with you show. on that. I like that show because he, it's it's like you can learn how to cook from that show too. Yeah, not only that though, but he's I giving my game up. He's 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 giving light to the underdogs. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like those mom and pop restaurants mm -hmm. that we may not hear about. He'll travel all across the world Facts. and give them. And every time that he go to one of them restaurants, yeah, boy, they their yeah. money. <laughs> It goes much. up, yeah. Every time. I can cook, but wasn't that guy? Guy Getty. What's, what's his name? Guy Getty. I don't know. Do you want me to look it up real quick? Yeah, I forgot buddy name though. It's dives, diners, and drive-throughs, right? Yeah, I forgot what his name. I'm gonna look it up real quick. What's diners, drive-ins, and dives. Here we go. What What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Because he also had another show. Darn it, I thought. Let me see. Host Guy. Host Guy Network. Hold on one second. And his name is Chef. What is all that coming up? Oh, here it goes. Hold on a second. I'm going too fast. Guy. Chef Guy. Guy takes a look at the first DDD. People call him Chef Guy. His name is Chef Guy. It's Guy. Guy. Uh, guy. F I E R I. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I don't have time to put in the pronunciations. Yeah, but because um, I live on that. <laughs> yeah. Go back so it's diners, drive. Diners, drive-ins, and, and dives. dives. Yeah. So di diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's what it is. Oh, here he goes. Oh, hey, Vinny Oil B. Thank you. We missed you uh, last Monday. That's why I be looking over here to make sure I do better. Okay, I don't. Can I talk about what I want to talk about? Hey, baby, this is your this is your podcast. I can't baby. hold it in anymore. I'm just a co-host. You the you the you the host. I'm okay. Co-host. So look, everyone. This has really been on my mind with Her women. heart mind and heart, soul and everything, about women and men, about pay, about being equal. On the other podcast, I have talked about boxers, female boxers who have put their life on the line, have sacrificed. Paid their dues. Yes, that too. Put in that work. And how women boxers how they were boxing under the radar for so long and then how when the contracts came about how they were being taken advantage of not getting paid That's getting, what, yeah getting mere crumbs facts so but they took it they did it because number one 
it was something they wanted to do. It was a passion for them to do it, especially during the different times that women have, you know, been in the boxing industry. So, this is what I want to say. Women inside the boxing industry and outside of, and outside have done so much for us, especially when it came to the 19th Amendment in the U.S. Constitution, which I believe was ratified on 8-18-1920 to grant women to vote. And that's just beyond me. To vote? Are you serious? I mean, we already know that at one point in time, black people couldn't vote, so then they had the grandfather clause put in. Then women couldn't vote? I don't understand that. Then you have people like Ida B. Wells, who was the founder of the NAACP. She was an educator, and she was an investigate, investigative reporter, where she, she was also born into slavery. So she used to document about the lynchings and the racial violence that was going on, and then she traveled so other people would be able to know. Then you have, if, am I pronouncing her name right, Sojourney Truth, who was also born into slavery. Mm -hmm. And she also fought for racial and gender equality. Mm -hmm. And she was the first black person to win a suit, a court suit, against white men. Then we have, of course, Susan B. Anthony. Everybody knows who Susan B. Anthony is. We have women around the world that don't have it as good as we do here in America, and they're carrying babies on their backs, walking miles, to the, to, the, to the store, to the shop. Then they're carrying things on top of their head, having to go to the lake to wash their clothes, come home, cook, prepare, clean, make sure the kids are good. Then you have a woman like Coretta Scott King and First Lady Jack Kennedy. Now, Coretta Scott King supported her husband she walked with her husband. When she couldn't walk with her husband, she had to stay at home, oh, take mercy. care of the kids. Oh, mercy. She had to be mentally strong, spiritually strong, physically strong, because she has people that's coming to her, her husband and her family with violence, threatening, will kill. kill you, bombing your house. And... She's a very strong woman with so so much more that she's done. And she was a classy woman. She can was a woman this? of God. Can I say this about Coretta Scott King? Yeah. I had the privilege and the honor to meet Miss Mrs. Coretta Scott King. And um, I met her at the National Youth Connection. Markel Hutchins had um, a nonprofit organization in the West End of Atlanta. It was the headquarters but he had different chapters or whatever. And down at the Hilton in Atlanta, he hosted an event. He had Willie Gary there. He had uh, Roland Martin. He was there. And 
Miss Coretta Scott King was there. And I had an opportunity to shake her hand. And when I shook her hand, I just felt the anointing that was on this woman. I just felt the strength that was in her, in her body. I just, when I saw her, she would just, I don't know, she would just, she was just glowing. She was just so beautiful to me. Her spirit outside, she was just classy. And man, I, I swear, man, when I shook her hand, man, it was like I was shaking, like, you know, like a, you know, like, like an oak tree, how strong it is. I mean, that's how, like, it was when I was shaking her hand. And, and I just told her, I just said, ma'am, just thank you for just being a classy woman. And I told my partner named uh, Kevin Oliver, I said, hey, man, I'm going to find me a Coretta one day. I'm I'm, I'm going to go get my Coretta. And when I say Miss <laughs> Sheila, is that Coretta? Thank you. And I'm her MLK. Thank you. Go ahead, baby. Then we have had First Lady Jackie Kennedy. She was a classy woman. I really liked the way that she dressed. Yeah, I wish I could find some of her clothes she had drip. that she wore. And then what she was going through and how she conducted herself and taking care of the kids and staying in a situation that we would say is unhealthy, but how she thought about it was her family and her kids and America and everybody else around the world. So my thing is you have a, a, a male and you have a female that's on a job, right? And they're doing the same thing. But apparently the man gets paid more. Beyond me. But they're doing the same thing. So my whole thing is that we're no longer, we're not knocking on the door anymore. We're not knocking. The door is kicked down. We're standing on top of the door. We're sitting across from you at the table because... Break, break. The thing that I don't understand is, and I have to read this, and I'm going to read it word from word because it's a quote from one of the female boxers from De La Rose Pettis. Pettis. She says, I have a lovely son who's seven years old. Like many women, I am raising him on my own. The new homeless is the women and the children. And then for men to show that type of disrespect, and I'm not going to get into it how I got into it before, but we all came from a woman who carried us for 10 months. Maybe some, they've had their child a little bit earlier or then later. And then you got your food from your mother. There's mothers out there, whether you're married or you're single, that have made many of sacrifices for you to be where it is that you are today. So women, it's time to negotiate. Stop procrastinating. If you don't know how to negotiate, go to YouTube. If you know somebody who does, go talk to them. Say, I would like to take you out for a cup of coffee or tea or whatever it may be you know, what you may be able to afford. So at least you're showing them some type of appreciation. Bring a notepad, write some notes down, go to the library, get some books, because it's beyond me that men go, y'all can go smoke your cigars somewhere, go drink some 
cognac. Can I say this, baby? Wait, 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 hold up. Wait, wait, Let wait, me say wait, this. It's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. Have your hands in your pants holding your balls. Oh, man. No, real talk. Hey, look, While the women wait, 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 are going wait. home, picking up the kids from school, daycare, okay, making sure that they're fed, making sure that the kids' school work is getting completed, going to PTA meetings, coming to the class to show participation, making sure that the husband is good, his suits are in the cleaners unless you're ironing. God bless you if you are. There's nothing wrong with ironing. We stay late. We're passionate about what it is we do. When we're given an opportunity to do something, we take off. And you all have been taking advantage of this and taking advantage of us. Why would you want to not pay a woman because we are different and we have different body parts than you all? What if you all were in our situation and that was happening to you all? You all wouldn't like it. So relax your shoulders. Let your ego go. Stop being so uptight. Would you want your mother to not make money because there's no way that someone should be working for somebody and you still struggle? Ain't no way. And let me tell you all this too. I was reading a um, application. I just happened to read one. Make sure y'all read those applications if you work for somebody because on that application, now in Georgia, they can fire you whenever they want. They don't even have a reason. So if you went to work today and you've never been late, you've been on time and you did what you're supposed to do, Georgia can just fire you, okay? But this was in another state that I was reading. It was Washington, D.C. And at the end of the contract, in small writing, it said that they can change your pay for less and they can actually fire you. When and they, you sign the contract. When you sign it, that's why they say check here or sign here if you agree. Mm. That's why I tell everybody, and I'm going to tell you all again, whether it's in boxing, um, any type of investment agreement, you're going to the bank, read the contract. If you don't understand the contract, if you can get a lawyer, get a lawyer. But on the last podcast, I mentioned that the lawyers sow a seed at least that one time or two times if you want, because you never know other doors will open because of word of mouth, or even if not word of mouth, because you did that kind gesture. Once again, YouTube, Google, go to the library because we're talking about your life. So that little bit of time that you have to take to protect yourself, I think it's it's... It's very well planned to do. But baby, if I may say, what you saying is absolutely correct. And I totally agree. And I support it 100%. That's why I am the co-host and you are the host. You are the CEO. I'm the COO of the Stafford Boxing. But we have to acknowledge a woman who is somewhat of a trailblazer in our eyesight. Not somewhat. She is a trailblazer. And she is the uh, beginning of 
what is to come because of her determination and discipline not to give up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Amanda Serrano. Hey, Miss Lady, I'm going to tell you straight up, no cappuccino. <laughs> Me and my wife, we are big fans of yours. We are your number one fans. Facts. We want to let you know that we are impressed by your fighting style. We are impressed that you're fighting not only for women, but you're fighting for your country, Puerto Rico. I salute you for all your accomplishments. To me and Sheila, we believe that you are the best pound for pound champion for divisions in the history of woman boxing. That's Guinness our world record. That's our opinion. And we standing on seven that. division world that. champion. And Stop playing with me. Man, hey man, for real. And I'm gonna tell you, ma'am, you fire with it. Your style, you aggressive, your body shots. I mean you you remind me of like Tyson mm -hmm. like just always on the you you always on the prowl. You, first you know what I'm saying? You just that you, you hear got all these games. first First, 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 first. And I'm going to tell you this right now. New York City Golden Gloves. Man, listen. I'm going to tell you this right now. Empire State Amateur Champion. You got robbed. With that KD. Yeah, she got robbed. Taylor fight. We've seen lie, it. You man. got robbed. I've you been, got robbed, I've been told everybody that you got, you got that robbed. you got robbed. You What's got wrong robbed, with those man. judges? Because they were sitting right I, there I and they know that. exactly what was going on. Because y'all didn't fifth round, That fifth round. You had her bloody. Nah, actually. She had her running. No, but 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 baby, she had her running like the first, I think it was the second round when she got hit in the nose. And you can kind of see a little bit of blood coming down. Katie, but I ain't taking nothing away. You were on her. I ain't taking nothing away from Katie. You didn't even give up. I ain't taking Your training I just don't is understand. phenomenal. I just don't understand how you lost that fight, man. I mean, like, I mean, bruh. But what I will say that I really respected you even more, Miss Amanda, was that the class that you demonstrated, even though you knew that you won that fight. You knew that. You knew that. Not only, not only that, Man, say, man, you know what? We got to get credit when credit due, man. Yeah. Say, Jake Paul. Hey, bro. Y'all slipping on Hey, man, salute to you, bro. I respect your hustle, They're loyal bro. to each other. Hey, bro, like. I remember when man. I first, when he, I, look, this is what I want to say real quick. And he believed in Amanda, yes. bro. And, and one more thing, baby, before I forget. Okay, go ahead. Because of Amanda signed with Jake Paul management company, promotion company, yeah. she became a millionaire. Facts. She wasn't a millionaire until she signed with Jake Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul was like, when he had his fight, she was on his card. Yeah. And he was impressed by her. Yeah. He was like, man, what? And then she made history in the sport of boxing, like the, she was the headline. She's been making history. Man, she in, got, in, I don't, I don't understand, boxing. baby, man, I don't understand how short it was, man. Man, she was putting them 52s on that girl, man. I'm talking about, bro, she was giving, now I will say, I think it was that sixth round where she kind of, she kind of like, you know, she still was, she still was, you know, giving her that work, that She business. got power in her punches. Oh, she man, can fight that forward, fifth round. she can fight 
backwards. She got hey man, defensive. She, she got offensive. She got those combos. She is precise. She knows she, where she's going to she land. Want money. Her conditioning is she phenomenal. And you know what? It was, it like was her she sister. Was, it was her sister that first um, actually, if, if my memory serves me well, <laughs> She was 18 years old. I'm listening. I'm just looking over at the comments. Yeah, she was 18 years old, and she was at the desk, and she was um, she was uh, she was looking at a newspaper, and she seen something about a golden glove or something like that, and so she signed up for it, and she her sister is the one who who was who was boxing first. Mm -hmm. It was her sister. So then the trainer told her sister to put it on. So the first time she was crying, woo woo, but then she came back the next day. The trainer told her, put it on. You know what I'm saying? Then she broke down again. And then it was the third time she came back. She was like, I'm I'm gonna train. And from from that point on, she created she she had that type of discipline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To 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 fight, to prepare. I ain't gonna lie, man. And then on top of that, man, you would expect for her to get some type of fairness in her home state. That's what I. That's what I was. She was say in. Too. She was at Madison Square Garden. It was a sellout crowd, over nineteen thousand folks. Recipient of man, the come on, bro. twice. Man, come on, no dose. Man, come on, bro. I don't understand how. Look, bro. I don't know what it is, but. Katie is not, she's not number one. Look, bro. Jake Paul had to hold his composure because I hey was man, looking at real. him because he was like, I know he just wanted to go off at the time, but he was um, not being selfish. He was more so, I believe, thinking more about Amanda on how he was acting when they were in the ring. And I want to say something about Jake Paul, and I'm just not saying this just to be saying it, but... This is always from the heart. This ain't cap. This is not for us to get brownie points or anything nah, like that. See, what, 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 what's that word they use now to young folks? I don't even uh, know. Hold up. It's called, um, I forgot. I, I come to me. They say you be using it for clout. Clout. Yeah, yeah clout chasing. I remember when Jay, Jay Paul first came, and that's when Facebook was just starting, and what was it called? Vines. It was him and his brother, and then they would do videos with other people. Now, he was smart because he came in at the right time during that time. And then I believe he may have gotten into some type of trouble. And I remember I watched a little bit of this interview with him, and he said boxing saved him. And then all of a sudden, like we were talking before, and you said, and it was true, around that time when Jake Paul fought Nate, was it Nate Robinson? Mm -hmm. Boxing really wasn't being talked about. It, it was even going around saying, you know what, boxing is it's over. It's, it's, it's over. It's going down. The it's, MMA. It's not. So, yeah, they were saying that the MMA was coming up. Well, when Jake Paul came in, boom, all of a sudden, you know, boxing this, boxing that. And then people wanted to put him down and say, oh, he's not a boxer. But wait a minute. Hold up. Pump your brakes. There's, there's a lot of boxers that wasn't boxers. For real. Okay, they went through some things. They got into some trouble. And then they were able to get into boxing because, because someone grabbed a hold of you. 
But then they want to say, oh, he's this internet thing. So what? Because guess what? He knows how to market. That's why. So it's like he always comes in right on time. And I've actually seen him train. Hey, baby, listen. Jake Paul. Don't down a player. Crown him. Salute to you, Jake Paul. Hold on, hold on, baby. You know what? Hey, man, look, Jake Paul. We would love for uh, you to sponsor us through the prime. That, that drink, man, our kids would love that drink. It would help them be focused. It would quench their thirst. They would love to have some of that drink. So we would definitely love a value in kind sponsorship to have supply of that prime beverage to quench the thirst of our children at the Stafford Boxing Club, the making of champions. Because also, so some some people don't know that where we're at, the county, they no longer have free lunch anymore. No. Nah. So that's another reason why the Stafford Boxing Club Man, is Man, we got to provide leadership. We got to provide parenting. We got to provide clothing. We got to provide food we've got to provide uh i know you said clothing but they're going to be able to wash their clothes because we know that the families are going to need some help and we also are going to need to pick the kids up amanda well you five i've always liked amanda i think i reached out to amanda one time when i was in uh, when i had just started college or something like that i think i had reached out to her at one time so this is not just something that we just came up with. You've always been talked about, and she's also the first female Super World Championship title holder. For real. See all these first. See, that's what I'm talking about, everybody. These women are doing some amazing things amazing. because they're disciplined. And when given that opportunity, you know, women are going to work 100,000 times harder than anybody else. With passion. And then with purpose. And then what I love is when with Amanda, she's loyal. You know, women are very loyal. And I believe that's another reason why a lot of times women are being taken advantage of. Because nowadays, women, we don't have to accept certain things. We don't have to accept it anymore. Now, it's, it's really time for us to come together for a purpose. I understand that nowadays we have to be careful with whom we talk to because a lot of people are just angry for in their personal lives. Maybe they just went through something, their job. I don't know what it is. But women, we have to start being more loving towards one another. Like we can speak to each other. We can just, you know, just say hi. Like what I do is I'll smile. And then I'll just go like this. I'll smile. Or I might just say, hello. And I'm actually talking more. Because I'm not going to lie to you all. I did have a situation where coming out of my box towards women, it was hard for me. Because women hurt women because women are hurt. So hurt people hurt hurt people. people. And I just think women, to, to all the women... I don't know you, but I will say, I love you. I have love for you all. I want all of us to succeed. And women, when we do get to the place, well, 
We are at a place now because women are just being able to achieve so much. There ain't no more glass ceiling no more. So when you're given an opportunity and you're in that position, especially when you're getting paid well, stay humble. And don't forget where you came from. And remember the next person behind you because that's what it's all about. It's not about you. It's about the person that's coming behind. And it's not about male or female, black or white. It's just the mindset you should have always being considerate about the next person that's coming behind you because someone in front of you paved the way for you to have the opportunity that you are experiencing today. And that's the women that I talked about, and especially Amanda now. Even Amanda from five, 2013, five. maybe before that, Amanda, if we left anything out, please excuse us. But all I see is first, 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 and that's why she no, we is see greatness on you, for real. Facts, and that's why we greatness. chose you for the greatest yeah. pound for pound. So Female. We, we need to really see more of Amanda and hear more about you. And also, she does a great job when she's on um, social media, yeah. too, doing the same thing like Jake Paul does. But we need to hear more from you. And, and I'm going to say this one more time, and I'm not going to say it no more. I sound so funny. I know I'm very proper, you all. So it kind of comes off funny. So you can laugh. It's okay. For all the promoters, I'm going to tell you this one more time. Get you a social media manager. Or I might put you up on game just because I'm just going to do that. This one's on the house. The next one I'm going to have to charge you. Hmm. Um, interns from college. Mm -hmm. I just graduated from GSU. I took some of those classes. So you can do that, but don't take advantage of them. I'm telling you, do not take advantage of them. Still give them something. But you know what they're doing now? They're having interns actually get paid. Yes. Now, they might not get paid what they would normally get paid if they was not interning, but they are getting something. And this is what I want to say, too. But the most valuable thing that an intern should be looking for is the experience. That's the, that's, the, that's the goal. The goal is to obtain the experience. And with that experience, going to lead and compensate what you thought that you were missing out when you was interning. By you acquiring that experience, it's going to make you more valuable, make you an asset. So when you come to the table to negotiate, you will have not only your degree, but you also have experience. So that will bring value to the negotiation table. Leverage, if I may say. <laughs> when my husband talks during this podcast, I forget sometimes that we're on the podcast and I'll just look at him because I'll be so in tune to what he's saying. And it's almost that. like I'm spaced out. So then I turn around, I'm like, oh, look at this. We're here live today, August 22nd, 2022. Yeah. But I'm glad that we talked about what we talked about. If anyone wants to contact us, give them our email address. Stafford. Boxing Enterprises at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, I am Stafford Boxing. St Instagram, I am, no, uh, Stafford Boxing Club. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. But um, 
And on Twitter, too. And on Facebook, the Stanford Boxing Club. Baby, I really enjoyed this this podcast today. I think that it was very diverse. You you spoke about discipline. You used yourself. Well, I use you as an example about discipline. And we talked about... um, we kind of went back in history. Yeah, we talked about history. We talked about some great women um, inside the boxing ring and outside of the boxing ring. We talked about uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, how important he is to the sport of boxing, how significant he is for the the leadership that he left behind, how Muhammad Ali and other fighters emulated Sugar Ray Robinson. That's where you came with Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm-hmm. He used Sugar Ray. He was he yeah. was inspired by Sugar Ray Robinson, and so uh, we definitely talked about Amanda. And she we exemplifies believe, being a leader. Yes, yes, she is very classy. She is, but she is so humble. She's very humble. She's very humble, and we talked about Jake Paul, and yeah. and we talked about how his leadership, his vision yeah. for boxing. Yeah, he does boxing, have a vision. I gotta give um, it to him. Not only his talent in terms of marketing in the media. I don't know why. Media. I don't know why. Was his name Hassan or Hasim? Could not make his weight because I guarantee you. It's probably money. Jake, I I guarantee you, Jake Paul and his team had everything in ABC or numeral order before they even gave them the contract because I do believe that Jake and his team is thorough. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because you can tell. Oh yeah, they thorough. And 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 see, this is this is me and Sheila talking. We we are not We've talked uh, about this off of camera. Yeah, we we, we are not prideful that we can't give someone their roses. That's why we wanted to give Amanda her roses. I wish you'd have had some flowers today. And 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 we also wanted to give Jake Paul his roses. Like bro, I really respect how you do a fantastic job marketing oh, on social does. media. <laughs> and Sheila and I are broke. like students of of your way of uh, promoting and doing business and how you capitalize. Like you went from being a YouTuber to now. Which is nothing wrong with that. Cause I that's mean, what, everybody starts that's from somewhere. Your that's, I mean, that's your skill set. That's part of your foundation. And one thing I can say about you and Logan, y'all are very confident individuals. And they're close too. Yeah, they love close, each other. Yeah, and man. And that's something that I, I really respect is the bond between the brothers, the, the Paul brothers. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, just your business savvy, like y'all are what we call hustlers. You get what I'm saying? Getting it straight from I'm, out the concrete. I'm talking about. I had made a comment on his Twitter, and I, I don't know what it said, but I said I know about it because of getting it from the concrete. But shoot, I think we made the concrete, and then we had to bust through that thing. <laughs> but, but going back to what I was saying about Amanda. Man, I just pray that God continue to give you good health, that he protect you, you and your family. Um, you are such a role model for not she only really women, is. but men. You have gave women, provided hope. women hope. In this, and the blueprint, too. To be successful in the boxing. And I know that you will humbly say that you are standing on the shoulders of those women who have come before you to have this opportunity. 
I think that you and Sheila will, will continue to be the voices for women in the sport of boxing. I think that uh, you being under Jake Paul, he's going to, you know, you're going to learn a lot from this man. And he's going to not only teach you about, you know, being a professional, but he's going to you know, teach you about business and just hustling and using social media to capitalize on your gifts and talents. Um, I know if I was your father, I'll be extremely proud of you. I know what you represent, not only for the women in New York, in your community in New York, but also in Puerto Rico. Uh, you're on a wall of Hall of Fame. And Sheila and I wanted to extend this opportunity to give you your roses because you deserve it. You are a pioneer in our eyesight in this day and age for women in boxing. And we appreciate the sacrifice that you put in to your craft and the discipline and I appreciate your sister too, because without her and your trainer, um, you wouldn't be in this position, but you understand that and you respect them. That's why when you get inside that ring, you give it a hundred percent and we can see it. And I just like how you just be. She just stays on them. Yeah, she That's all she does. It's like she, she don't even get tired. I'm and then when she, body. but then when you can kind of tell she does, it's like she gets that extra, that extra breaths, that extra air, just to, when she, especially when she has them in the corner. But here comes Scrapbook Box, and we were wondering where you were today. He said, good afternoon, my good family sister, Sheila and brother Stafford. I hope all is well. <coughs> and then he what's said, up, my boy? Will be what's going on? Glad to have you. We were missing you. What's going on, Scrap? Oh, I want to send a shout out to um, Melvin Everson. Thank you. Mm. I would like to send a shout out to Rodney Whitehead, um, Darren Johnson, and also Omar because he said that he, Omar Howard, he said he was going to be, um, he accepted the, to watch us today. Oh, and he's you know, doing some great, and he, let me just say this real quick. He does some great things with it, the kids. Yeah, he has a powerful testimony. Yeah, he does some and great he also has a book that's teams. out too. So Omar Howard, ATL. ATL, I can't say. Also, I want to give a shout out to Earl Cooper and Miss Kathy and uh, Pops, man. Earl, hey Pops, man, your father, man. He, man, he called me and Sheila yesterday, and he put a drink in our tank. He put that <coughs> that ninety three in our tank, and we are so grateful to you, Pops, for just taking time out of your schedule to call us with an encouraging word. It's always good to hear Man, from you. Every time, this. every time Man. you speak, I'm just like this. We listening. We don't have nothing to say. I mean, I know I I, I had got to going. You know that spirit had got on me and all that there. But you know, at the end of the day, we just appreciate you. And baby, you know what? We we got to go back to Delaware for the uh, the um, the uh, the marriage thing. The the where. Uh, they had to look. We were reading them cards, and everybody started crying. Say, man, look here, man. That was real live, man. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, man. We, it, you, Baby, did you have a good time, though? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, but uh, we got to do that again, though. But, um, baby, anything you want to say before we close out? Um, I just want to say, just again, to, to stick with your dreams. Please don't give up and to respect 
each other. Understand that people are going through things and handle things differently, but we should be teachers as well and be the example. And a shout out to all the parents that are raising kids that have sacrificed and have been doing their best and been and give their best because unfortunately some kids slip because that influence can be really can be damaging and that's I think you know what I think influence should be the gold nugget because it can be two types of influence. I, it I, got, be, I got I got I got the gold nugget. Oh, so that's not the gold nugget? No. Okay, no, no, so that's no, no. not the gold nugget. So he's going to do the gold nugget. Well, today the gold nugget is a winning attitude. Winning okay. attitude. That's I okay, I like that better. And the reason why I chose a winning attitude because it not only resonates in the boxing ring, but it resonates in life. And so having a winning attitude means that no matter what situation that you find yourself in, you can always and will always be a winner if you learn from the situation. So as Sheila was talking about earlier with uh, Clarissa Shields, when um, she asked, when she was asked about... Have you, have you ever thought about losing? And she said, no. That is an example of having a winner's attitude. So let's just say you do, you know, is you know receive a loss in that fight, right? If you learn from it, you still win. You never, you're never losing. So having that winner's attitude is very important because nothing in life could ever get you down. You can't give up. You can't give up. A winner never gives up. A champion. Oh, mercy. A winner's attitude is important. It's something that you should always have. Like, as a fighter, having a winner's attitude, you expect to win. The reason why you expect to win is because of the, 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 the work, the work ethic that you put into it, the training. And that's one of the things that I loved about Custom Model. He made Mike Tyson believe and expect to win. Every time he went into that ring, he expected to win because he had a winner's attitude. And he did, too. A winner's attitude. And when you look at Stafford and Sheila, you look in that winner's attitude. We refuse to lose. We will not lose. And even when there is a setback, we still winning because we learning from that setback. And that is no cappuccino. And I don't even drink coffee like that. Yeah, and miss <laughs> me with all that old cap. But anyway, a winner's attitude is the gold nugget for today, Sheila. Okay. I'm, I dig that. You like that? I'm digging it. Okay. Really? Yeah, I, I guess you always. I think you. I think you should just always do the gold nuggets. Ooh, you see that Stafford, but we. Ooh, some more and I can't see Ooh. it. Oh, hold on one second. Stafford, boy. Yeah, we. To we, quench my thirst. Yeah, we built. We we built different. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. Stafford boxing, the making of champions. Yes, sir. 
All right, everybody. We're going to come to an end. We definitely support everybody. Shout out to Amanda you. for real. Double salute. I would love to meet her. We're going to we're meet gonna, her. We're going to. We're going to um, yeah, I, I want to be in person to actually see her fight. Oh, yeah. We're going to. Hey, Stafford and Sheila is your number one fans. Believe it. I know that you got the whole country of Puerto Rico, them folks in New York City, but down in I'm the ATL, but down in the ATL, shout it. Boy, you got two player partners over here. We see you. We see you coming. Them folk, they're going to have to deal with you. And Jake Paul, man, I respect you. Salute to you, my boy. I hope we can, you know, do a little partnership, value kind of sponsorship with that prime drink. No cap. Yeah. So you gave them everything that they can get in contact with us. So, everybody, sorry that we have to go. We would love for you to stay longer with us. But, hey, if you didn't get to watch it live, you can watch it on YouTube. No cappuccino. Or Rumble once again. Okay. Or listen to it on Podbean. Okay. Or Spotify. Okay. Google. Okay. Apple Podcasts. Okay. Twitter. Okay. And Facebook. Okay. We forgot the FB. And LinkedIn. Oh, mercy. Ooh. Yeah. So, we're out. Stafford Boxing. The making. The making of champions. You know it.